0: It's given me purpose. It's given me something to do. It's given me something to focus on and to concentrate. And I love taking an idea from my head and putting it on paper or just making it physical.
1: Welcome to Art Heals, the podcast about arts and mental health and the people who create to heal. In each episode, we interview someone who uses art for their own healing or who creates work to raise awareness about mental health challenges. I'd like to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, Squamish, tsleil and Musqueam nations. A warning, just to let you know, this episode contains some description of suicidal thoughts. In this segment, you're going to meet Sergei van Hardeweld, an artist now in Toronto. At the time of this interview, Sergei was in Vancouver, and we met him in a skate park.
0: Uh, We're at the Leaside Skate Park in Vancouver, BC. And I like it because of all the graffiti and, you know, sometimes you can come here and there are skaters and right now there's a bunch of kids. I just love the the feel of it, you know. I like all the colors. I like all the different colors, you know, because I like color mixing. So I like how to see how colors work together, you know, like a nice turquoise and a burnt orange and reds and yellows. Those warm colors I like a lot. My name is Sergey, and we are just at Hastings Park. We just walked through the Leaside skate park, which is in a tunnel just near Hastings Park. You asked me about a significant place in Vancouver that I'd want to go, and I immediately thought of Leaside because I really like the graffiti and I like the feel of the place and I like seeing how other people express themselves. I was adopted when I was two and a half, approximately. I was born in a place called Kaliningrad, which is just on the Baltic Sea, in between Lithuania and Poland. So it's physically, geographically separated from Russia, but it's still uh, what's called an oblast, a Russian oblast. Um, I liken it to an exclave or a colony. I was raised by uh, people who live in Canada, um, in a small town with uh, potatoes and white people, primarily and a, a Honda factory uh, and I was raised pretty well. I never needed for anything. That was a sort of a comfortable upbringing, you know.
1: We asked Sergey how he got started in art and photography.
0: I don't know where the interest really came from. I just had a bunch of aeroplan points and spent them on a gift card for an art store, basically. And so I bought a bunch of paint and I just kind of messed around on a canvas and I enjoyed it. I found it very meditative. I think of painting as a meditation and maybe people will pay you to do it too, which is great. Um, The photography is something that I've did before I was dealing with a lot of issues over depression and, and that kind of stuff. But I look forward to doing it again. I love framing a picture. Looking at a scene and seeing how to frame it in order to, you know, get that creative expression across. Um, and I look forward to just doing street photography. So my plan is to just go into the street with a big sign on my, have an easel with a sign that says, "Portraits free or by donation." You know, I really look forward to talking to people and and taking a picture to them, and then just emailing them the, the photo.
1: So what state of mind does Sergey get into when he paints, and how is that different from photography?
0: I just focus completely on the painting. Um, sometimes I smoke a bit of weed. You know, that's helpful. <laughs> um, but for me, my mind really goes all the way into the painting, and I really focus on it, and everything kind of gets shut out for a while, especially with all the very precise you know, when I'm making lines or something, when I'm, I'm being very precise. So painting is a very focused uh, experience for me, and photography is a bit looser. It's, I, I see something and I take a picture right away, or I take multiple pictures. It's more freewheeling work for me. I enjoy doing color correction. I really enjoy getting those photos onto prints um, and seeing them in the real world, seeing my creative idea, Printed in the real world, and I like thinking of where I can hang them and the, those kinds of things. But I, I want to know about people's stories, and I actually have a plan on um, taking pictures of people's lighters, like their cigarette lighters, and asking them questions and getting them to tell tell their story about it. Because a cigarette lighter is like something that somebody uses all people use all around the world every single day, and they are integral to their life experience. And I think that if I ask enough people, I'm going to find some interesting stories about their lighters. So it's just that's a photography project I want to work with. And I, I definitely want to do it so I can talk to people.
1: Sergey spoke to us about how the everyday things we do connect us and how he hopes to approach that as an artist
0: um i have a photograph already of a a train at a station sort of from a parallel to the train and there's actually a woman just incidentally walking and she's fixing her hair and i really like this because i like these universal activities so i'm also going to go in the street and get people to like tie their shoe or or stare at their phone or take a selfie or um you know press the button at a crosswalk or just crossing the street like these universal activities that people do that connect everybody around the world because one of the things that I really want to bring out is this idea both um, love and and human connection Um, because we're all very similar around the world people are very similar and we go through very similar experiences and that That universality is something that I really want to integrate into my practice. 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 practice.
1: practice. Sergei's life has not always been art. He talked to us about how his discovery of art helped him through some mental health challenges.
0: So my major mental health sort of issue was a few years ago I had a very severe depression. Uh, I was suicidal pretty much constantly for about nine months. That was very difficult and sometimes all i would you know i spent like eight hours staring at a wall you know a day uh that's not something i do anymore i'm feeling much better and i want people to know that you can really get through that uh and you can survive that i just had a very traumatic experience and that that precipitated that nine months of just abject misery the worst i'd ever had in my life um and i think that Art really did help me during that time because, so I was in a choir um, and I was also in a pottery class and that physical working with my hands in the pottery class was very meditative. Like you, you kind of do this motion to the clay with your hands where you drive all the air bubbles out. And the, the physical act of doing that was really useful to me and During the pottery class and during the choir, those were two times every week where I wasn't actively suicidal. So there was like two-hour periods where I didn't necessarily want to die and I was kind of okay. Didn't feel absolutely incredibly horrible constantly. So those were really valuable times for me. They're like this meditative, shutting out the future and the past and just being in the present. Um, And actually, I love this exercise we did during the pottery class. We would do a meditation every pottery class. And one of them was where you sit and you do not move for two minutes because you don't have to move because you are absolutely perfect as you are. And that's something I always remembered. I had some great instructors in that pottery class.
1: Sergei also found benefits from singing with a choir.
0: The choir was part of the Vancouver Academy of Music and I did have to pay, but the instructor worked really hard to make it cheaper so that more people could attend. And uh, I was with the Vanier Park Voices and I had to do an audition and I was super proud of myself that I passed the audition. And just a small note, I really enjoyed the the warm-ups that we did, the sort of sing-songy kind of breathing exercises. That made me feel good, physically good. Any other time I felt physically and mentally terrible. Um, And the other one was uh, the art studios, which is through the Vancouver Coastal Health. And I got a referral form filled out by my therapist. So you can get free art classes. They do painting, they do uh drawing all kinds of stuff pottery i did slab pottery and then they have wheel pottery and they have regular bazaars where you can sell your art and it was a really great experience and it was totally free through vancouver coastal health if you if you have a mental health practitioner who can fill out the referral form you can get referred and go there for free i have a great psychiatrist you know when your psychiatrist is in your corner and when they listen to you and they respect you and they consider what you have to say. I think the biggest thing is patient-centered care. If the psychiatrist talks to you, if they center you and not their profession, basically.
1: We asked Sergei about how he had dealt with that really tough period of depression a few years ago. Um, the way
0: I got through that was, I watched a lot of YouTube videos of people saying, don't kill yourself um and i thought about the impacts of suicide a lot the the one thing that really got me through though was finding purpose because while i was in it in the middle of it there was no life in the world there was everything was gray and dull and washed out and colorless almost the whole world just felt incredibly colorless and when i found a purpose which was working with um, some indigenous folks up north, uh, the Unistotan camp. Uh, I lived with them and we cooked and cleaned and shoveled a lot of snow and cut wood, you know, like firewood and fed a fire and, and we experienced life together in a remote location where they were trying to destroy a really untouched wilderness with a, a, a gas pipeline and we protected the land. And I actually got arrested protecting the land. And when I left that place, I was no longer suicidal. That was really what brought me out of my depression was finding purpose through this avenue of social justice. I have been involved in social justice movements. Uh, I was involved in the Burnaby Mountain events uh, a few years ago, which were regarding the Kinder Morgan pipeline. Um, I was part of the occupation of Burnaby Mountain. Um, And those concepts do enter into my art a little bit. One of of my pieces, it's an image of a gas station against uh, a background of a mountain and it says there's something wrong here, isn't there? And you know, climate justice is something that I think about a lot. There is something wrong this picture of this gas station is part of a, a series of photos which I never took but thought about uh, of decay. So um, I really like rusty things, things that are old and rusty uh, and, and decayed. And, and then there's this other like more abstract idea of decay. And I think that a gas station is actually an image of decay, of a decaying civilization, a civilization that... Uh, has survived a very long time, but still can't figure out a better way to operate and has an attitude that nothing is sacred. And that in service of that gas station, we are willing to destroy absolutely irreplaceable ecosystems. And I know that we can do better than that.
1: For Sergei, love is an appropriate response to some of the things he sees going wrong in our world.
0: And I do want to integrate those concepts into my art but I really want to put love, the concepts of love, I want to make them central in my art. I have a piece that uh, is just a satellite dish and it's as overlaid text it says will it be a techno future, will that even be good? I, I want that that question to be asked. I'm not a primitivist, I don't want to live in a cave and and bang rocks together which is sometimes a stereotype that some people have for environmentalists but i want our technologies i don't want them to run the world i want them to augment our skills machines don't love machines don't think they don't love they don't have compassion they don't have a conscience we have an increasingly machine-run society and people using computers and mathematical models to make decisions that impact large numbers of people And I want love to be central to the decision-making in our society. And I want the world to be better for everyone, even for the people who are wrecking it. And I want them to understand that they can have a better world for all people. And I I really think that we need to approach these people with compassion and say, look, I want a better world for, for me and for my friends, for the people that I love, and I want a better world for you and your children. Uh, And there's no reason that we have to go about things in the way that we're going about them right now. There's this kind of joke about rich people and their yachts, but rich people get yachts because they like being in the outdoors and they like being in nature, you know? They're not that different from us. They just have a lot of money to kind of throw at things. Some people will never understand. Some people will see the earth as an object to be exploited, but some people you can kind of move them, you know? you can kind of shift their perspective a bit and say, look, you can actually have a comfortable, safe life and not kill all the forests and not cause massive traumatic climate change to the Arctic.
1: Sergey went on to describe a project which embodies for him how love can save the world through art.
0: There's an installation that I'd like to make, it's called Colors of Love. There are seven colors in the rainbow, and it will be seven hearts on kind of big, tall sticks or pedestals, or I don't know how to describe it. One side of each heart will be red, and then you can turn them, and the other side will be the colors of the rainbow. And it will be three on one side, three on the other, like a triangle, and one in the middle and I will have a QR code and a website so people can take a selfie and then they scan the QR code or go to the website and there'll just be buttons to post them on Facebook because I want love to be, the concept of love, and that image, that heart cartoon image to be more prevalent in our society because I think that the thing that will save us is our love for each other and our love for the earth.
1: Sergey also has a background in sound engineering, A while ago, he participated in a digital media program, which led to working as a volunteer for Roundhouse Radio in Vancouver.
0: I really enjoyed Roundhouse Radio. I got it through Intersections uh, Digital Media Opportunities for Youth Society because I'm disabled, so I I applied for that. It's great if you are disabled, any kind of disability, physical mental, try applying. You get paid to learn. Out of that, you get an internship, guaranteed internship, and they pay half the internship and then whoever they contract with or whatever pays the other half. So I learned digital audio and digital video techniques. And that was like our final project was a short film. And I really enjoyed that. And it was a travel advisory from uh, the Galactic Council about avoiding Earth because those humans are dangerous. They'll dissect you, do not go there. It was a lot of fun. You know, it was a really great program. And then we got this internship. At the end, I chose Roundhouse Radio. I actually went there, and they're like, you want to work for Roundhouse Radio. <laughs> and then I, I was a board operator there, so I controlled the microphones. I did the editing. It was great. I did a bunch of different shows. Manel Batani's show was my favorite show, and that was about a little bit political, and it was about finding a sense of place in the world.
1: Music has also been a bit of a touchstone for Sergei.
0: I listen to all kinds of music. I listen to classical music and I listen to like Tool and I listen to folk music and folk punk and a bit of, of um, like hip-hop. Uh, my favorite song by Tool is probably Lateralis. and that's actually about expanding your worldview and expanding your life. My favorite folk song maybe keep your eyes on the prize you know it used to be a gospel song was turned into a civil rights song.
1: Obviously, Sergei's been on a personal epic journey through mental health and has survived some pretty big challenges. What lessons has he picked up along the way?
0: I made it. I think you can make it too. I think you're fantastic. I think you're marvelous. I think that you're beautiful. If you touch your fingertips together, you can feel your pulse. Or if you put your hand over your heart, you can feel your heart beating. That happens no matter what. It happens whether you're good or bad or sad or angry. That always happens. It's just happening constantly. And it means that you're alive. And you can can make that keep happening. All you have to do is you survive 30 seconds and then a minute and then a day and then a year, right? And then a month. You just take it one step at a time. Um, and know that you will not feel horrible forever. Your feelings are constantly fluctuating and it can be really difficult. It was really difficult for me and I genuinely believed that I would never feel good again. But I got through that and now that I'm on the other side, I probably won't feel that bad again.
1: Sergei had a bunch of cards printed with the word START in capitals and he explained what these are all about.
0: So I was like in a library and I was just sitting around and I, I just came up with this acronym. It stands for survive, tolerate, adapt, rejuvenate and thrive. Um, and I can read it. It's uh, you're surviving now. Lots of folks have survived before you. Think of your favorite people. Tolerate. Use your favorite grounding techniques. Dip your head into cool water for or put a cold item against the bridge of your nose for 30 seconds. And you do this and then kind of lean over. And then grounding techniques like noticing the air against your skin or noticing the weight on your feet or getting some lavender or some essential oils and smelling them. Those are all really useful grounding techniques. You can find them on the internet and whatnot. Adapt. Use your experiences, lessons, joys and sorrows to live through now. So you survived your sorrow and you survived your joy. And you probably have experienced joy in your life. And just think of those times and know that those times will come again. And that sorrow will come again. That sadness will probably come again in your life. But you survived it once and you can survive it again. Uh, Rejuvenate. Do things you like or think you might like. Try to work with your hands. Uh, Working with your hands, I think, is great. It's very focusing. Um, Reading aloud is great, it takes a lot of mental energy, so you're kind of not thinking about the future or the past. You're thinking about reading the sentence that you're reading. Uh, Thrive, what does thriving mean to you? And you just have to figure out what does it mean to you? What does it mean to thrive? And then you can just, I have like 500 of these cards and I just leave them places at cafes or on bus stops or under windshield wipers or whatever. I just want to spread this idea. And I got these from my own experiences and from what I learned from my psychotherapist. That's start, and you can just go back one. Maybe you're not thriving, so you think, maybe I'll just try and feel better. So that's rejuvenate. Or maybe I really have to adapt to the situation I'm in before I can feel better. So you just go back and forth along start. And then uh, just think start when you're feeling bad.
1: So in the end, what has art done for Sergey?
0: It's given me purpose. It's given me something to do. It's given me something to focus on and to concentrate. And I love taking an idea from my head and putting it on paper or or, or just bringing, making it physical and making it real. And and while I was depressed, it was the only time that I did not want to die was when I was doing art. Um, and now for me, it's just this, it's opened up my future. And, and really the healing part is, being able to focus and not think about the past or the future and just be in the present for me.
1: That's our show. Check back every month for a new episode which will open your mind to the healing powers of art. This show is based in Vancouver, British Columbia, but we'd love to connect with you wherever you are. If you know someone working at the intersection of arts and mental health, please let us know. Our email address is art.heals at outlook.com. We'd love to hear what you think of the show and how you found us. Art Heals is produced by Earl Peach, writing and direction by Serena Renner, Laurence Richard is our web guru, and I'm your host, Elaine Joe. Until next time, remember this quote from French artist Georges Braque, Art is a wound turned into light.